Welcome to the Entheos Audiology Cooperative podcast. Uh, this week I've got uh, Justin Sheehan with Crown Jewel Marketing in Fort Wayne, Indiana with me again. Hi, hi, Justin. How are you today? Great. I'm looking out the window. It's beautiful. Good. Excellent. Well, uh, it is lovely here in Seattle as well. So thank you for joining me. Um, and today's topic, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what I like to call the marketing toolkit. And it's kind of, you know, you think about all, all the different ways that we we want to market, all the things that we want to include in our marketing, and what, what tools do we have in our kit. So um, this is really kind of an overview, and there'll be some notes in the podcast as well uh, with an outline. Um, but this is kind of some of the things you need to have in your armament to uh, be effective at marketing and uh, changing your marketing message as you go along. So um, why don't we start off with um, the, uh, the, the ideal customer and um, kind of the approach that you take in terms of deciding who it is uh, we're, we're trying to speak to. I think the, the foundation to any marketing toolkit or any brand guide or, or anything with your marketing is you really have to know your ideal client, your ideal customer, uh, and, and for audiologists, their ideal patient. And we can't be all things to everyone. Uh, we know that, and we want to serve everyone, so to speak. But if you really look at your patient database or even think about you know your last 10 patients, there's something distinct about them. There, there's some characteristics that are similar across the board. Those are sort of the things we want to identify. It can be income. It can be demographics. It can be the type of hearing aid they all prefer. Um, but we really want to identify some of those characteristics because if we know that, then you know, we, we can market to those people and, 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 and more, do more of a, uh, a pinpointed approach to our marketing instead of a shotgun approach. Yeah, I, you know, I agree. I think if you look at other industries and the, the level of uh, customer segmentation and kind of a psychographic uh, uh, profile of, uh, that they have of who their, their ideal customer is, who they're trying to target, um, it can be really pretty robust. And, and I think that that is a real opportunity in terms of audiology and, and marketing here in healthcare as we, we start to understand this. And then you know, maybe even at some point really start to segment our database as we, we understand, you know, do we have a lot of engineers? Do we have a lot of um, folks that like to travel? You know, how, how could we kind of speak to these markets differently? For sure, for sure. The, the, the message is, is, you know, we, we have our story and our messages, but if it doesn't resonate with the end patient, the end user, it doesn't matter. I mean, we're, we're, we're telling the wrong story. Uh, if that's the case, so going going to the next level with our database and identifying that that those are really key things um, that you that audiologists can do today. Great, and now you know you you kind of teased it here. Um, a, another aspect of this toolkit is really understanding what your what statement you're trying to make. You know, why should somebody uh, come see you? Why why should should um, they they be your patron? What what how, what, what do you call that? Yeah, we, we call this um, your, your case statement. Um, and this is, this is really what makes your practice different or, or, or in another sense, why do your patients come to your practice? You know, down the road or, or just in one medical park, there could be three or four different audiology practices. And there's a reason, there's a reason your customers um, 
go to you. You're solving a problem or uh, you're providing a service that's better or you're just more personal. I mean, it could be, it could be really simple. It could be as simple as your front office manager uh, or receptionist smiles uh, when they, uh, you know, when they greet the person. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm talking in general terms, but what What's your case to the customer? You know, if there's four audiologists standing on stage, what are you going to say to the patient that will make them work with you over the other three audiologists? And and then, you know, what what is the path that that we can create for them to 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 get to us? Um, mm-hmm. you know, how can we make it easier? You know, I, I heard people talk about you know, if you look at this this process of marketing, um, and you know, once you grab a, a consumer's attention, how many obstacles do you put in front of them to writing you a check? Um, you know, ha- have you made it easy to make an appointment? Have you made it easy to get to the office? Have you made it easy to to feel a part of that family? So, um, mm-hmm. sounds like the the case statement, and then you know, as an adjunct to that, kind of that different summary you were talking about what what makes me kind of stand out and and com- uh, contrast from from the competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and there's a there's a point um, in the different sum- summary that's this. Don't focus on what you do. Focus on how you do it. And you sort of touched on that, on what sort of plan and what sort of clarity are we giving our patients? Because all audiologists, if they're in this industry, they're providing hearing aids and providing hearing health care. That's what you do. But how are we doing it that's different? And, and I really love that you touched on the clarity aspect. I heard once at a seminar, marketing seminar, um, clear and compelling wins the day. People resonate and, and connect when the path is clear, when they know exactly what they need to do to, in this case, get better hearing and, and, and get their hearing back or improve their hearing. So I love that you touched on, man, what, what sort of obstacles are in the way? Is our website cumbersome? Is it hard to get to our office? Is it, you know, is it buried under three levels of hospital, you know, for example? And that's more the, the internal branding, but even even in our marketing and, and even how we serve patients. I mean, it goes it goes beyond just our website and, and our print materials. And, and, you know, it's interesting as, you know, we're going through this, these, these things kind of um, interlock and, and, you know, kind of stack on each other. You mentioned something about um, kind of what is your story and and I know you know from a marketing perspective you love marketing from a story and yeah. and kind of weaving a tale so would, would where where does that fit in as, as far as me telling a story about my practice and why I do what my, what I do do you, do you think that that's a, a, a strong component of this marketing toolkit I definitely think it is because what I've learned just through Entheos is our audiologists have pretty darn good stories and, and pretty empathetic uh, stories, meaning they know what they're doing and they've been through a lot, but they love what they're doing. They're passionate about audiology and it shines through in their story. So I think a big thing going back to uh, our last podcast where we talked about being a guide as our practice and our business should be a guide, having your story ready and having it uh, ready in a concise manner can, can really give you empathy and authority. You know, you, you started maybe 30 years ago as, uh, as um, 
you know, someone that just was in this industry. Then 10 years ago, you went to private practice, but for 20 years, you were doing this and serving patients and, and on the front lines of audiology. And now you're trying to take those principles. That, that's an example of a story. But having your story ready can, can really help you resonate with your patients and, and also give you authority. And, and you're right. There, there are some great stories out there. And, and, you know, all things being equal, that, that can certainly you know, tip the scales for somebody trying to to decide. You know, we we've got a uh, we we've got a a a consumer base that is suspicious, that is um, that is you know potentially uh, scared about this process of evaluating what's you know what's going on with me, and then you know what are my options, and and um, who can I trust, and uh, you know you can lay the groundwork for so much trust with that story about. You know, this is who I am. This is what I do, um, and and this is how I do it, as we kind of said before. So, um, so we've got a couple components that are really based upon the, you know, how do I do it? Obviously, as part of our marketing message, we need to to identify the the what it is that we do. Um, what about kind of building a, a product service offering um, as a as a component of this? And and um, how how would you how would you describe you know some of the ways that we can we can tell the the what we do now that we've told the how we do. Sure, sure, and and I think um, again, you, you you touched on this. We we can't tell how we did it until we tell our patients what we do. Uh, can't tell how we do it until we tell them what we do. Um, so so you know, product and service offerings. What do we offer? the patient. And that's pretty straightforward. Well, I'm an audiologist. I offer hearing healthcare services. I, I can fit a, an awesome hearing aid. You know, I, I can help you if you're tinnitus. I mean, there's so many different things. And I think one of the easiest things we can do that this is something we can do today uh, is just right on our homepage, right on our website is say, we're an audiologist. I've been on so many websites where there's some fancy tagline or some fancy, you know, something to do with ears and hearing, but I don't know that you're an audiologist and I don't know that you can help me with my, my hearing health. So, so I think one of the easiest things you can do tonight, today, is just say on your homepage, we're an audiologist and we can help you with your hearing. Uh, and, and that's one way. Now I think uh, on your website, on your marketing materials, you know, even uh, in, your, in your phone conversations, you know, you should mention some of, uh, some of the services that you do offer because uh, to the average Joe, um, I don't know how, you know, how many people actually know what an audiologist does. So being, going back to it, being clear and compelling, giving clarity and, and not, not, uh, beating around the bush, just say what you do. Yeah. And, and you know, I think, uh, we, we, you know, identify that, 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 the, the the core services, the benefits of the services, and then you know we we really need to get into a, a little bit of the you know the the proof in the pudding, and um, yeah. you know we, we often talk about testimonials and and the importance of you know giving a model for somebody to kind of see somebody who's gone through this and and identify with them, and you know that plugs really well back into identifying that 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 core customer that that um, you know I, ideal patient that we have you know how can we reflect that in some of our testimonials but what are some other other things that we could potentially do that maybe other industries do that um, could could really kind of underline you know the, the efficacy and the the veracity of what we do sure I, you know just just brainstorming and, th and thinking about it every patient 
goes on a, on a journey uh, when they work with an audiologist. Um, they go from um, maybe having poor hearing uh, to having better hearing. And th there's a whole story there. I'm going to, you know, I feel like every, every month I talk about story, but I just I love talking. <laughs> I do. Uh, I think it was that seminar. I think I paid too much for that seminar. And now, because it was, it cost so much. I just have to talk about it. Um, <laughs> exactly, pay it down, pay it forward. I like to call it. Uh, but but I, I think you know, going beyond what I call the grungy office testimonial, you know, we can really involve um, our patients in the whole story. You know, what was life like before hearing loss? What was life like during the process of working with our practice? What is life like afterwards? And I think instead of just, and I think there's different ways we can dis display those testimonies or stories. It can be a, a video. It can be um, written. And, and, you know, whenever I say video, people sort of get scared because it's, you know, in, in many markets, it's expensive and it's hard to do well. And, and I'm here to say I just bought on Amazon um, basically a kit to make my iPhone into a video camera. And it works great. And... It, you know, take a couple minutes to sort of learn, have your office manager sort of learn how to, you know, frame up a video or contact me and I can show you how to frame up a video. And you can make some pretty darn good testimonials and stories, um, you know, with an iPhone because it's, it's not about the video or the video quality. It's, it's really about the message. And I think um, having, you know, some of those testimonies or case studies of, you know, you know, going back to our ideal customer, um, you know, here's a factory worker who all his life worked in a factory, and now he has, you know, hearing problems because of that. Well, we can do a case study or a testimony or a story about that person, and in the future, other factory workers could resonate with that story. Or maybe it's someone that loves music, that's listened to music their whole life, and, you know, they need hearing help so they can still play their guitar uh, in their golden years. Well, we can do a case study on that, and then in the future, people that resonate with that person with that story will buy with you because you have that yeah and and you know we we've long known kind of the the value of a testimonial and and kind of a pull quote in in marketing but you know, i love the the idea in in you know the right uh, the right deployment of a longer story about you know what was somebody's journey what was it like you know why did you know what did they feel coming in and how do they feel coming out of of the process and um, you know, again, to have it resonate with somebody because they can look at it and say, you know, that person is maybe similar to me, but they're certainly in a similar situation. And, and, um, you know, I want to, I want to have that sort of experience. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think that that is a, is kind of a testimonial on, on steroids and is a really robust sort of way to, to answer that question. Um, if we moved it into some of the, the more practical things, um, you know, I, I think w one of the toolkits that, that we should should consider is, um, or one of the tools in the toolkit is a, is kind of an FAQ or frequently asked questions. You know, um, how, how can how can you inform me before I even come in the office? You know, how how can you show that there's a level of expertise, there's a, a, a level of responsiveness there? Um, you know, I, I think that could be really compelling. What other things can we do to, you know, lend our, our credibility and validity to people um, even before we see them in the office? 
Yeah, yeah, I think um, it, it's really it really should shine through in your marketing, and I do want to touch on those FAQs for a, a second. Sure. Um, you know, when patients first come into an audiologist or or have to get hearing aids, there's a lot of questions. I mean, th- this isn't just getting glasses or or you know going to the doctor. There's a, there's a lot of intricacies with audiology, and that's you know that's what make our members so awesome because they do really well and they, they love best practices. So there's a lot of questions that we can answer on our website. And, and even beyond that, you know, as, as, as users are on our website and, and, and looking, you know, and, and they have those questions, but it actually helps our SEO. For example, let's say I have a question about, you know, I'm in Fort Wayne and, and uh, I have a question about hearing healthcare. Well, if my website is set up right with the right FAQ and I ask that question on Google, my website will show up. And it would more than likely show up over one of my competitors, number one, but also show up over maybe even some of the manufacturers that could refer you to, that could refer other competitors. So it's important and it's really easy. I mean, it's really sitting down and, and just writing and asking yourself, what are those questions that patients ask me all the time? Take five to 10 questions and that's it. So um, I thought, I, I think FAQs are, are everyone. And other industries do them. I haven't seen enough of it in, in audiology, and I think that's one simple thing that could help our SEO, but also really help our, our patient. I, th- I think that's a, a great point, and and you know that is um, you know from a from the standpoint of customer service and customer quality, you know we we often talk about anticipating the needs of our customers, and and that's a, a perfect example. You know, in a in a, otherwise, what is a, a marketing piece is to to deliver value and service um, even before somebody somebody comes to see you. Yes, you know it's it's easier to reach out to a. Go ahead. Please go ahead. It's easier to reach out to a potential prospect if you answer their questions, uh, you know, rather than a cold call or a cold email. If if again you're providing that value and you're resonating with the patient. It's gonna be a lot easier for them to buy from you and work with you. Uh, I I agree, I, and you know it it is a it is an opportunity for us in in this industry that we we really haven't leveraged it. I don't believe. Um, last couple of things that that we can talk about in a in a toolkit. Um, uh, you know, articles are certainly um, you know an opportunity to inform. Um, uh, uh, a potential patient to um, lend more credibility, you know, because you are kind of in the know and and on top of the latest research. But um, I'm really intrigued by the, the the notion of having some some processes or checklists that um, certainly that we use with within the office as kind of internal marketing and and part of the treatment, but. But I think there's also an opportunity to to present that from um, an external marketing, or you know, kind of to to help somebody decide to pick you. What are what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think it goes back to again clarity, knowing the path of how am I going to be successful, and how is working with you, working with this practice, going to make me successful. So having a a checklist or a promise checklist or even a process checklist. Uh, you know, appointment one, we do this. Appointment two, we do this. Appointment three, the follow-up, we do this. Clarity. Because people want, people just want to know. They want to know what to expect. And, and 
we, we do that internally. You know, we're all about best practices. We do that internally. We know we have our checklists and our flow charts and our processes. But we can, we can drip a little bit of that into our marketing and just show potential prospects what they're going to experience. Um, I like the idea of doing a roadmap or, or even, uh, we talked about this, Brady, doing almost like a care plan. Um, you know, you think about other medical industries and, and everyone does sort of a care plan. And it's, you sort of see the bigger picture of how you're going to get taken care of by this doctor. And I, I think that can be applied to audiology. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, you know, I, I think more and more it is, it is the state of the art. It is, um, you know, much more a reflection of, of quality than, you know, maybe historically checklists were looked at as, you know, kind of, uh, a, a way to, um, you know, help somebody who wasn't as competent through a process. Now I think it is, um, really a consumer protection and, and a, um, a double check that that quality is important and 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 that um, it it's a standard that everybody has to live up to. So, you know, I, I think the 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 uh, the PR on processes and checklists have have uh, certainly come around to to making it much more of a positive. And and I think it it also underscores the value of what's going on. It 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 is some transparency. It is um, connecting it back to the value and. And we certainly need to do more of that at, at every turn. So, um, sure. so this 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 is a pretty robust um, process and and ro robust toolkit. Um, it, it, do you would how would you su suggest people deploy this? Is this kind of you you dump all this on everybody or um, how 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 would you put this into action? It's one thing to put it together; it's another thing to know how to use it. What would you suggest? Well, sure. So, so the the first step is just doing it, and I hate to, to say the, to just do it, um, and that's what we're talking about. Uh, I would really just, you know, and we can provide this this whole list, but I would just go bullet point by bullet point. Start with your ideal uh, client and customer description, and, and just talk within the staff. You know, talk with your front office, talk with your audiologist. Think about um, your ideal customer description, and, and each bucket almost fe feeds into the next, uh, each bullet point almost feeds into the next bullet point. So I think it's a matter of, you don't have to do this all at once, but I think um, just, just spending some time, having set time to just, to just really think, because you're not trying to invent something or create something, you're really just identifying. You're identifying things that are already happening in your practice. So it's more of an awareness and identification thing than creating this crazy idea from scratch. So, so it seems daunting, but I think if you, if you break it down into bullet points, say we're going to take on the first three, and we're just going to talk about it. You have someone take notes, and, and from there, um, you can generate those messages. You can, you can apply those messages that come from your notes into your marketing. Um, you know, there's some tools out there, too, that I can put in the meeting notes. Uh, I, I have a, a, what I call a story guide which sort of helps you frame some of these things in the idea of story, going back to story, storytelling again. Uh, I also have another matrix that, to help you identify um, your uh, ideal customer. So there, there's tools out there, but I think the bottom line is sit down, uh, sit down with your staff. Uh, and and if, if you're a practice owner doing this, I would do this by yourself first, but then definitely talk to your staff because you know, if they're interacting with patients day in and day out, they'll know, they'll know just as much. 
and they'll have a lot to contribute. I agree. I think, um, you know, as the, the owner and, and the leaders of the organization, I think it's important to, to start to sketch this out, but then, you know, bring in the staff, make this a, a, a process that you work through together. And I think you'd be surprised by the, the, you know, the, the new things that the staff adds, you'll be surprised by, you know, maybe the stuff that, that you thought had, had been common knowledge or, um, you know, part of the DNA of the practice, maybe there's some holes and it's a great time to, to coach them up from that standpoint. And, you know, I think starting out, if you can come up with, with, um, some descriptions and some stories of, to tell somebody, um, you know, how you do what you do, what you actually do, the results you, you can achieve and, and the people that you've already, um, been able to help achieve those results. Um, I think it'll get you a long way into retooling your marketing story. And then making sure that it's consistent through throughout the the organization, so everybody's telling the same story and they're they're confident in in telling it. I think that's a that's another big part is to make sure that um, whether it's that first phone call to that um, that biller in the back who sends out the invoice that mm-hmm. everybody knows what it is we do and why we do it and why it's special. So mm-hmm. um, great. Any other thoughts, Justin? Sure. You know, I just want to kind of go back to when I said. Um, just do it because w- when I do look at this initially, it, it can seem daunting, but I've done this before for my own business and for other businesses. It makes our marketing so much easier. It makes all the work on the back end so much easier. So now every, you know, every ad we do, every social media post we do, every pit print piece we do, we don't have to think of the, the, the content on the spot and, and spend energy and money and time on thinking of a message we have it with our toolkit. We have it with our with our guide. So, you know, you, you see all these different bullet points, but doing this kind of work, investing a little bit of time in this work, will make will uh, will save your your uh, your employees so much time on the back end on their marketing, and ultimately save the practice money and help the bottom line, uh, and, and tell your story better. So, there's so many different benefits. I just want to stress the importance that this is to me very foundational to our marketing. Uh, we, we talk a lot about websites and the different channels and, and direct marketing and marketing automation and things like that. But if we don't have our messaging, those things won't be as effective as they can be. And uh, that's, that's what we're here to do. Yep, yep. Uh, get, get beyond just the blocking and tackling and, and um, you know, create, create a message and a, and a story and a movement around what we do. So, um, well, we'll uh, be sure to have some links to uh, both uh, – uh, Justin's um, uh, the resources that he referred to. Also, put a link to the Amazon um, camera setup that uh, Justin referenced. So maybe you can look yes. at that for for something in your office. Uh, videos it, it, so easy to to capture in this day and age. It's so powerful. Uh, we certainly encourage um, everybody to do that. So, Justin, I want to thank you for joining me. Uh, Justin Sheehan, uh, where can where can people find you on the internet? Me at www.crownjewelpro.com, crownjewelpro.com. I'm also on Entheos Connect, uh, and you can also uh, reach out to me at uh, my email, which is justin at crownjewelpro.com. You can find all my contact information on the website. And if you'd like to go through this, uh, I'd be happy to spend you know 45 minutes to an hour just guiding you through the process free of charge on behalf of Entheos, uh, as, just as another uh, value add uh, to your organization. So, so feel free to contact me. I get questions all the time about different marketing things, and I'm happy to answer them because it's for Entheos. 
Great. Well, thank you, Justin. And as always, um, I want to thank members of Entheos. And if you'd like more information, uh, you can find us at entheoshearing.com. We'd love to have a conversation. Uh, I've been Brady Schwab. Thanks again to Justin, and we'll see you next time.